You're tuned in to Nerd Overload, your weekly pop and geek culture show covering movies, TV, games, and comics. Now your hosts, Cody Pinnock, Sam Dunham, and Josh Harrison. Hey everybody, welcome to Nerd Overload, the pop and geek culture show that has been on the air longer than the Stadia has existed, but to be fair, most things have. <laughs> I'm, I'm Cody, Mighty Pirate. I'm Sam. I'm Josh. And I'm Samantha. We have a great show for you this week, a uh, bunch of news to go over, but first let's talk about some things we've been checking out. Check it out! And I'm guessing by the Mighty Pirate, uh, you have a uh, Monkey Island to talk about? Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, I've, I've finished it. it came, oh, wow. Okay. It came out on a day of the year. Yeah, on, on talk like Se- on the nineteenth, September nineteenth. Yeah, it came out mm-hmm. on talk like a pirate day. Uh, it took me about three or four days of playing it. You know, more or less non, not nonstop. I, I, I savored it a bit, but mm-hmm. also it was like a brain worm. Like I got to finish this thing. I got to know the ending. Yeah. Um, it's very, very good. Better than I thought it would be, even. I, I figured it would be... I haven't explained what it is. I should probably yeah, do that. Yeah, you probably should do that, yeah. <laughs> it's Monkey Island. Return to Monkey Island is the latest in the Monkey Island series of point-and-click adventure games that goes back to the early 90s. Mm-hmm. This is the first one that they've made in, I don't know, like several... Since, I think... was When was Tales? Like 2012? It's been a while. Yeah. But and this is the first one that the main original creator is, yeah. was involved with for like 20 some odd yeah, years, Yeah, since right? the second one. Yeah. And there's like six. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so this was, this was a return to form for the series. Mm-hmm. Um, puzzles return were- Return to monkey form. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's just, it's just so good. I mean, I don't, I don't want to spoil any of it. I think that- Everyone should play it, but not till they've played at least the first two. Oh, sure. Yeah. Because you've got to have some sort of history with the franchise to appreciate this one, I think, unfortunately. Mm. They do give like a little uh, Guybrush's scrapbook at the beginning that fills you in on like what happened. But it's really about appreciating the story and trying to relive those stories. That's a major like point of the story they're trying oh, to tell. Oh, gotcha. Okay, okay. It's it's not just all nostalgia. If they're actually trying to say something about, I don't know, aging and trying to relive your past. Oh, and wow. how you know it's not always going to be like it was. So maybe it's aiming at all the nostalgia, you know, whatnot that's been going on the last few years in pop culture i mean it still revels in its nostalgia but it does it with a point ah that that's good that makes sense and the ending is so good it's so perfect and so good and i don't want to spoil it but you can kind of based on what you do to in the last couple minutes of the game you Mm -hmm. can kind of shape it how you how you what kind of ending you want out of it gotcha i see okay which with what they're it's all about Guybrush finding what the secret of Monkey Island is before his arch nemesis, the ghost demon pirate LeChuck can. Mm-hmm. And they and Ron Gilbert's kind of built around this what the 
the big secret of Monkey Island for a long time and that he's going to reveal what it is. But it's a, at a point where, like, as soon as you learn it, you're not going to be, it's not going to be as exciting as what you imagine it to be. It's not what you're building it up to to be in your mind. Yeah. Yeah, sure. So to have that kind of, like, a little bit of control over what your ending is is very interesting and very good. Yeah, absolutely. There's a point where it's leading one way and you can go back through an area to just outright reject that. Oh, wow, really? <laughs> it, yeah. Interesting. It's it's hard to get into without spoilers and I would love to talk to someone about it that has seen it. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm pretty sure you're probably the only person on the planet that's bought it. No, people love this game. Yeah. <laughs> It sold. I believe it sold very well. I don't know what else to say. It's it's as funny and witty and well written as you would expect a Monkey Island game to be, and I think the added like um, introspection and and uh, just it having a, a message to it in the end kind of elevates it to a whole other level. Oh, cool. Well, all right. It's so good. It's so good. <laughs> well, good, good. I'm glad. I'm, I know this is one that you've been looking forward to for a really long time. Yeah. So I, I knew I would like it. Mm-hmm. Like I went in there knowing that like it's going to be a Monkey Island game, so it's at least going to be funny, and I'm going to have a good time, and there's going to be you know good adventure game puzzles. But it was it was more than I was expecting. Oh, that's awesome! In a good way. <laughs> good. Well, cool, cool. Well, um, so for my week, I uh, <laughs> the big one I picked up. I picked up uh, Splatoon three. Yeah, and uh, started playing that, and was immediately reminded why I bounced off of Splatoon two so hard, and why I bounced off Splatoon one so hard. These games are not for me. They are. I. I'm going to keep playing it. I'm. I'm. I'm determined to get some sort of fun out of it, and there is a lot of fun to be had. But Splatoon is a third person, uh, team based shooter game where you. I mean, there's a first-person mode. There's a one-player mode and stuff like that that I haven't touched that I want to. Oh, just play the one-player mode if you don't like the multiplayer because it's very good. Yeah, and that's and I've been I've I've been kind of saving that um, for when I have some time to sit down and do it. But like the the multiplayer mode, they're like what two and a half minute matches, and the whole goal is that you have um, uh, spray uh, spray guns full of paint, and you're trying to paint the most area of the map in your team's color. And you can get into, you know, um, knocking yeah. other players out and getting them, sending them back to their home base. If you're playing the game in the most basic mode, too, in Turf War. Yeah. Yeah. And third person sh- shooters are not my style of game. I'm not especially good at them. I and I don't have the time or energy at this point in my life to devote to getting better at it at a reasonable amount of time. I am having fun with it. It's just, I have not won a single match yet. And I've played maybe 20 or 30 matches already. Not a single one I've won. <laughs> In the grand scheme of things, that's not that many. It's not, and I've, but... I've been finding myself getting my butt kicked all over yeah. the place a lot, too. Oh, it's, yeah. I oh, don't yeah. know I, what I it is. I have won two. Yeah. Two matches. I mean, I'm not expecting to go out there and being a be a super champion at this game, and I mean a lot of it has to do with it's not different enough from Splatoon 2 that the uh players that are hyper hyper excellent good at Splatoon 2 will have to relearn anything. There's 
they're coming into this game already uh, uh, killers, basically. You know? Yeah. Um, the first, like, I didn't get it the same day it came out, but I got it within a couple of days. Mm -hmm. And the first couple of days playing it, I was doing really well. Yeah. And then since then, I've done increasingly worse. Really? So there, there is something to people getting better at it over time, and I've not because I've done other things than Splatoon. <laughs> sure, yeah, yeah. I mean, the yeah, the gulf between people who this is what they do all the time yeah. and people who have other things to do in their lives, it becomes wider and wider and <laughs> much more apparent. Um, I, I held an entire held it together for an entire match without dying. Wow. Once early on when we, when I first got it, but I've never repeated anywhere near that performance. I am regularly the one that gets splatted the most. Oh yeah, I I'm, get that I get that badge a lot. I am regularly the the, most the last the, the 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 lowest one on my team. So not only the, at the end of the match does it show you who won and who lost, it shows you who did the best and worst on each team. And I'm regularly the worst person on the worst team. I'm I'm regularly at the top of my team, but still lose. So yeah. it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't. And you know, <laughs> I I'm I'm trying with this one a little more than I tried with Splatoon one and two. I bounced off of those first two very very quickly, and uh, maybe didn't give it quite as fair a shake as I should have, but um, I've really been fighting the urge to go. <laughs> nah, I'm good. It sounds like with Splatoon 2, you got so mad you immediately took it back to the store. Yeah, that sounds I did. like the situation. Uh, yeah. Within a week. Yeah. Yes. I'm really mad at myself because I spent one of my golden tickets on a, like a really far end game gun, and I hate it. Oh. <laughs> it's a burst gun, and I hate it. Oh yeah, those are not. Those are not, not fun. Good. Yeah. Yeah, and then I went back and I bought one of the cheapy like uh, dual. The Dooley's. Dooley's yeah. are good. Yeah, Dooley's great. I like that. I had a lot of good success with the Dooley. I don't I don't think I like the crab tank. I don't seem it doesn't seem like it, it does much. Or at least for me anyway. The stupid crab tank special. Oh yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> I like the stamper. Um and the uh the little whale that you ride on that then like skids out and explodes. That's a good one. Mm. The arrow spray is a good all around. It always was. It was one of the sure. best. It was one it, of the best yeah. in Splatoon. It too. still is. <laughs> I I use the paint roller because uh, you know what? While the rest of the team is doing their thing, I'll paint the base and oh, yeah. I'll just I get roll around and try to put down as much paint as I can because I'm I not going to take people out. I get stomped by rollers a lot. Rollers or brushes. Yeah. I do like the brushes. I mained an Octo brush for a while in Splatoon 2. <laughs> yeah, I just, uh, end of the day, I just, I'm I'm trying to have fun with it, and it's okay. I'm just f fighting that urge to go, I'm putting this away forever. <laughs> and if I, I know if I quit playing it soon, the, the gap between good players and me will become so wide that it will be insurmountable. Oh, they'll always be children. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. It's popular with the kids. They'll, yeah, and the kids are the ones that beat me too. <laughs> but the colors are so garish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the single player is really fun though. It's, yeah, I'm about four or five missions into the, it, the single player. It doesn't mm -hmm. feel all that long and it lets you skip a surprising number of the levels if you oh, don't really? particularly want to do them. Huh. Uh, but the end boss is, is very good. Oh, cool. And yeah, funny, I've been, I've been meaning to sit down and actually put some time into into that. And maybe 
by playing the the single player, maybe some of those skills will transfer over into the multiplayer mode. I don't know. Yeah, that all the single player is really at this point is a big tutorial for all the special moves and all the guns and stuff. I, I think it feels that way more with this version of the game than it did the others. Oh, really? Okay. Like, I don't. I just I don't. I think of the single players of the three games, this one is the worst. Mm. But it's still not bad. It's by not bad. Any okay. Means. All right. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, one thing I do love about it, and it was the same in <laughs> Splatoon too, uh, the artwork that people make. Oh, those are yes. cool. Is yeah. amazing. The whole community aspect to the game is that is pretty fun neat. and good. Yeah. I have seen two separate King of the Hill Splatoon <laughs> references. It's it's all the good parts of Miiverse without all the bad all parts the bad of parts. Miiverse. Yep, absolutely. I saw this one wild piece of art where, because uh, the first Splatfest... Here's another thing. Uh, the other two games had two hosts for the, you know, for the for the show or whatever. The new, they do a news piece yeah, the news the bit. that tells you what levels are in rotation and right. stuff. Right, yeah. Yeah. Uh, this one has three hosts. Big Man's the best. Yeah, Big Man, the big stingray, um, who doesn't really say things other than AAA, and then they translate what he says. Mm-hmm. And then there's a little uh, gremlin, a little octoling girl, and then a little squid girl. Um, I still haven't remembered their names. Oh, Shiver and Fry. Yeah, 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 yeah. So anyway, um, but I, I was Team Gear in the first Splatfest because it was Gear. It was what? What do you? What would you want to take on a deserted island or whatever? So it was gear, food, or fun. I chose gear. You chose and, correctly, apparently. Oh, yeah. I, did they win? Yeah. Okay, I haven't been on since the Splatfest. Um, but uh, somebody made an amazing piece of art for Team Gear, and it was just Metal Gear art. Oh, uh, that's cool. <laughs> like with the hard lines and the shadows. and. Mm-hmm. <sighs> uh, did, did you pick, uh, pick a squid or an octopus? Octopus. Octoling. Octoling. The best one. That makes you the odd squid out. <laughs> Samantha is the odd squid out. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, the squid is the original. Yeah. And in Splatoon 2, you had to do a whole quest line to even unlock the Octoling. Yeah. Which was very good, though. I liked the Octo. Oh, the uh, Octo expansion, expansion was great. Yeah. That's what I'm hoping there's going to be a uh, expansion uh, single player mode for. Yeah, they already said one. that there's, there's going to be paid DLC down the line. Oh, that's cool. Uh, which is good because Pearl and Marina aren't in the single player at all. Not at all. They do not show up. Hmm. That's and they weird. need to. Because Callie and Marie do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Huh. Oh, one thing I did like uh, when I scanned in my Splatoon Amiibos, it gave me everything instead of having to come back every day and rescan my Amiibos. Mine didn't do that. Mine did. Mine gave me all three pieces every time I scanned. Gave I'm me the head, gave me the head, body, and shoes. Huh. Oh, there you go. Uh, another game I've been playing. Uh, this is kind of the ex- almost the exact opposite of Splatoon. Um, I picked up for on sale for a buck ninety nine <laughs> on the eShop a game called Goblin Sword. Hey, which Goblin is, Sword's pretty good. It's great. <laughs> it's great. I hundred percent of that game. <laughs> I unlocked everything. It's uh, it's just a simple um, uh, platformer. Yeah, it was originally um, a mobile game. It was a mobile game, yeah. And when it came to Switch, they added an extra level and a, and a handful of other weapons and stuff like mm, that. Mm. And it's it's just a fun time killer. It's like you, you run through, it's a medieval setting, and you run through a number of levels, uh, and each level have 
different collectibles to pick up, two chests and three other collectibles that you that you can get every time. And they unlock that's how you unlock weapons, that's how, how you unlock everything else. There's almost no story to it, but it, there's like 89 levels. Oh. And it's it's got good pixel art. It's good. It's it's not outstanding pixel art, but it's 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 pretty good. It's no so, shovel some knight. Of the, oh yeah. no, it's no shovel knight. It's, but it's no shovel knight, but it's not Stardew Valley. It's not. Yeah, it's it's more than Stardew Valley, and uh, yeah, I mean, so, and some of the enemies do have kind of impressive animations. Uh, some of them do look pretty fluid and pretty nice. Uh, the main character is ugly as sin, but <laughs> well, he's a little goblin. <laughs> the goblin. He's the yeah. goblin knight. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it's overall it, it's a fun game that you can pick up for less than I think the regular price is two forty nine. So for for less than a cup of coffee, you can get a pretty, a pretty fun uh, platformer. Speaking of Shovel Knight, there is a new Shovel Knight game. Oh, Shovel Knight Dig, and yeah. it's very good. I've been wanting to pick it up. I uh, I have Apple Arcade, so I've been playing it on my phone. Nice. Yeah, it, it's fun. It's it's a roguelike version of Shovel Knight, and also closer to like. Dig Dug. Well, if you had told me that there was a game called Shovel Knight, mm-hmm. I would have guessed it would have been more like this version of yes. Shovel Knight than the actual Shovel a lot, Knight. A lot more digging. Yeah. Yeah, instead of the Metroid, Metroidvania like air of the but other it's Shovel Knight. It's not really Knight. a Metroidvania. Not, it's a Metroidvania. It's, it's pretty linear. Yeah. Uh, well, okay, so like Mega Man. Yeah. Yeah, Mega Man-like. Yeah, Mega, yeah, Mega Man with a shovel. Uh, but th- this is like a roguelike version where you go down in a hole and, you know, when you die going down the hole, you got to start back over at the top of the hole again. And everything's randomized. Yeah. And you find new items and equipment all along the way that you get a. Sometimes you get to keep, sometimes you don't. Yep. Some are permanent, some are, are temporary yeah. for that run. And you on the when you're above ground, you can buy new items with the money you found underground. Some of which are permanent, some of which just unlock new things to show up in the yeah in the hole. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a it looks a, like a lot of fun. I watched a, a, a someone play it online for for a good bit, and um, yeah, probably next paycheck I'll probably I'll probably pick it up. I mean, it's not it's not super. I mean, it's, 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 it's shovel knight. Yeah. It's, it's like twenty five bucks. Like, yeah. Did that Shovel Knight fighting game ever come out? Yeah. 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 Okay. yeah it's, it's, it's part of the regular Shovel Knight package. Oh, is it? Yeah, it's part of the tre- treasure trove. And that game oh. is fun as well. Oh, that I means was, I have it. Yeah. <laughs> I was surprised how close Dig is to regular Shovel Knight. I was expecting it to be more different, <laughs> but I'm pleasantly surprised that it's so similar to the original. Yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. I mean, I it looks it looks like it's um people are having fun with it and it looks interesting it, it looks better than that puzzle game they did that i have no interest in same same here yeah but hey they're trying you yeah. know yacht club they're, they do they're good trying. stuff they do good stuff yeah and this was a code developed by another uh nitrome nitrome yes who made a lot of really good web games back in the day mm-hmm. hmm. um i'm excited for their what was it mina the mina the hollower mina yeah. the hollower yeah that looks very good yep i have that kickstarted so it's uh, eventually, it'll show up. And I hope. Fun. I hope you don't get Mighty Number no. Nine. I won't. It's, no, it's, no, it's Yacht Club. They do. They do quality work. They are. They already had enough done in that demo that it's already better than Mighty Number. No. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> With the pizza explosions. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, we watched uh, the Netflix Bee and Puppy Cat. Oh yeah, so how was that? We, we've watched about. I want to say about half, probably. 
I like it. I like it a lot. Uh, I like that they brought back all the voice actors from the the YouTube series. Oh, good. Um, so they redid a little a bit lot of, it. of the a little bit first the, the, the first YouTube three, series. Yeah. yeah, the first three um, sort of almost recap the the uh, the YouTube series. Mm-hmm. But I feel like if you watched the whole YouTube series before, you probably have a little bit better context. Because they kind of speed run a lot yeah. of that stuff gotcha. in the first three episodes. It's it's also not incredibly complicated of a concept. I know, I know, so I know, I know. So what is the concept of it, I guess? So the concept of Bee and Puppy Cat is you have this uh, woman named Bee who has trouble holding down jobs. Um, and after she gets fired from her fancy cat cafe job, she is walking home and uh, a creature in pink light falls out of the sky and hits her. And this is puppy cat, a alien being. Who's not quite a puppy and, and not, not quite, quite a cat, cat and sp- speaks in squeaks. He, he speaks in, um, a vocaloid. vocaloid Hatsune Miku sounds. Yeah. <laughs> um, but also the series kind of expands on their relationship and how they used to know each. Well, not that B really remembers, but, puppy cat was there. there there's a whole lot of bee backstory that i never got far enough in it to know and i was kind of like whoa whoa i didn't know that there's I, there's there's some yeah. stuff yeah. Yeah, yeah i rewatched the the youtube series a little while back well when the announcement for the for the series season, series came out i i wanted to get get caught up and there's some pretty interesting stuff going on in there it's done by natasha allegri who mm-hmm. uh was a uh, big a uh, big part of uh, Adventure Time. Yep, is that right? Yep. Yeah, and you could definitely see, see that in the art. See that in the art and the uh, the lore, the kind of the story building, that sort of thing. Um, I just love that the original voice actor for Sailor Moon has a prominent role in this show. Oh yeah, yeah. Her voice is so funny. Mm-hmm. Every time she's like yelling and stuff, it just instantly gets me. <laughs> Who is she in Being Puppy Good? Toast. The wrestler? Yeah. Or boxer lady? Yeah. Okay. That's that's Serena Sailor Moon. <laughs> that's the Deke? The Deke Sailor yeah. Moon? Yeah. Nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh, man. Does she? Is her last name in the Deke version just Tsukino, like in the... I think so. Yeah. It's, okay. yeah. I don't remember. I don't remember. Serena Tsukino. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, I've been liking uh, being Peppa Cat. We watched the whole thing. I don't know if there's more or not, or if there's going to be more. I hope there's more. Probably. Well, it's Netflix of yeah, animation, so who, so who knows? Yeah. No, yeah. yeah. <laughs> who knows? Oh, speaking of things that we watch, this is something that we all watch. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. I've so, hacked all the government networks. You've hacked all the government networks. Well, I found a magic rock that lets me to teleport through walls. Uh, that's right. We watched Fateful Fightings. The Neil Breen... Opus? I, I want to say masterpiece. Master, masterpiece. Yeah. I think. I think we could say masterpiece. Poop, no, the, poop fest. Literally the worst movie I've ever. I think it I've was ever pretty seen. rough. Yeah. I, and I've seen a lot of bad movies. <laughs> I think this was up there. Uh huh. Like, it's worse than three. the room. It's oh, worse yeah. than oh, the yeah. room. Yeah, the, the, the room you can follow from scene to scene yeah. and understand what's happening. Yeah. There's cohesion <laughs> in the room. Uh, yeah. The reason, yeah, in the room, things make sense in the logic of the room, I guess. Yes, that's it. Yeah, the movie has an internal logic, whereas Faithful Findings has no internal no, logic. It only makes sense to Neil Breen. Uh huh. Who? And even then, I'm not who, quite sure. Who, who struggles to act like a normal human being? No more books. 
No more books. <laughs> has so many has to use at least three laptops at once I, all the time because he's I'm, writing a novel, but also secretly hacking the government. I'm uh, he's, he's Lucy from the film. That's Lucy. It, yes. <laughs> has trouble drinking coffee though. Yeah. Keeps passing out on his desk and then dumping his coffee cup on himself. What is or on this his movie computer. about? I don't know. I couldn't tell you. <laughs> Something about a magic rock and yeah. getting hit by a car in a hilarious scene. Yeah. A magical day happens? A magical day. It's a magical day. <laughs> and yeah, Childhood friends are fated to meet once again for yeah. reasons? Which Even though he looks like friends 30 years older than that, her? That yeah. take... That have taken both 10 and 40 years to meet each other again. <laughs> um, Every woman wears a tank top. Yeah. Of different colors. Yeah. <laughs> and no bras. Yeah. No bras. That's right. Yeah. Wasn't in the budget. Yeah. <laughs> the fact that my wife and your girlfriend were chanting, but... <laughs> in the hospital scene oh because we we get we get copious yeah copious uh uh neil, neil breen but yes oh uh, neil breen hein yeah hind breen <laughs> yeah i i don't know how else to describe the film it's it's, it's so nonsensical bad. nonsensical <laughs> Like, it's so bad. Neil Breen movies are so awful that YouTubers have made almost entire careers off <laughs> riffing off these stupid movies. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Don't watch it by yourself. Oh, no. no, no, no. You, can't, you cannot enjoy this by yourself. It is it is a group yeah. setting had, ty- had style. Had we not riffed it all the way through, I could not have oh, no. done it. No, same. It was... <laughs> I would say it was a bad drug trip, <laughs> but I, w- I think drugs would have made it better. <laughs> Would you have gotten those out of the toilet? Yeah, that's. The I know, right? <laughs> the <laughs> but toilet pills of, of riffing. We did play the riff. We did, track yeah. That was pretty fun too. Yeah, and yeah. I was surprised. Well, I wasn't totally surprised at how good it was. I figured yeah. it'd be pretty good, but it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, it, it's your typical like Jackbox style game, but you write riffs to clips from like actual bad movies that riff tracks have done before, mm-hmm. and it really works. Like. Yeah, and then and then it gets played out over on the t- on television or whatever. Yeah, and the, and text to speech reads what you wrote, which adds a lot. It does. <laughs> yes, this weird British yeah. kind of voice. Like, oh, it's, is, it's, it, it's is it like te- is it like the the same text to speech voice from those like YouTube videos and stuff? No, it's not, not bad. It's not like the text to speech that's like good enough. Yeah, <laughs> good know? enough. That's a good way. Yeah, of putting it, it. it's not a rob. It's not a total robot, but it's cl- it's close. Close. Yeah, <laughs> and it makes it funny. Yeah. yeah, it was good. It was enjoyable, uh, and it's very quick to play. Yeah, you can you can do a whole game in like ten, 10 minutes. minutes. Yeah, yeah. And I like the ability to put sound effects in. Too. Oh, that was very good. <laughs> That's yeah, an added layer that, uh, that I wasn't expecting. There were at least expecting. a few few wins that we all got that were just sound effect. <laughs> yeah, I'll let you guess which one. Yeah, dear listener. <laughs> I, I never used the fart sound. You didn't. You're you're a better you're a better person than all of us. <laughs> This made the cat explode for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Well, hey, let's go ahead and take a break here. And when we come back, we'll get into some news. Hi, everyone. I'm Greg Dunham, the host of Long Play. Long Play might be, as far as anyone can tell, a hit from coast to coast. Apparently, Long Play may also be an international sensation. I've contacted WZMO's sister station in Paris to check the pulse of the City of Lights. Bonjour! 
Avec Longplay? Tu vas te tuer, espèce d'idiot. C'est incroyable. <laughs> My French is a little rusty, but I think she said we're a hit. Imbecile. I invite you to tune into Longplay Fridays at 11 p.m. and Saturdays at 3 p.m. Juste ici on WZMA. This is Gail Martin. Hi, this is Carol Kelly. We'd like to invite you to join us for our gardening and outdoors show here on WZMO. We talk about observations and insights about what's happening from week to week with plants and animals in the woods and fields around us, as well as what's going on in the garden. In the Green Outdoors airs Saturdays and Mondays at about 9.30 a.m. right after the second cup. We hope you'll join us. We're back from the break. Let's go ahead and get into some news. It'd be funny to get like a longer version of that that just keeps going. That just goes forever. Yeah. yeah. Loop it. Just loop it for 30 minutes yeah. underneath everything. It's the entire second half of the show is just that, the news song. That sounds, like a, that sounds like an April Fool's prank. That'd be great. That'd be great. So, yeah, we have some stuff. Uh, you know, we mentioned it at the top of the show, um, so we might as well talk about it. The uh, Google Stadia is no longer. Yeah, that that, that Google <laughs> streaming video game console. Surprising no one. Yes. Uh, uh, not true. <laughs> I was surprised they didn't end it sooner. <laughs> yeah, it was. I'm surprised people bought it. <laughs> yeah, so the Stadia was Google's uh answer to home video game consoles and their whole deal yeah, was guess. you're streaming that you don't own any physical media you are streaming all of your games off of a server somewhere out in the ether yeah so it doesn't matter if your computer like has a, a honking big graphics card in it because it's just streaming video yeah but that comes with its own list of issues if you don't have a strong or stable internet connection that has to be on at all times you like, won't be able to play games. What? You were going to say something. Oh, I'm just going to complain about the internet in America. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> what? It's, You're right. It sucks. Yeah. Yeah. It's not good. I tell you. We don't have the infrastructure that other countries, countries have. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I did see that Frontier is now offering fiber, <laughs> and I hate Frontier. Exactly. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I'm like, and I'm sitting there and I'm like, yeah, like I want those fat pipes, <laughs> right? Right, and it's cheaper, and also Spectrum isn't a walk in the it's, woods it's either. Exactly the best. I had a te- I got a text the other day that my internet was down to eleven a.m. Huh? I wonder why. If that's why our I had to reboot our router the other day. This is very local focused content. No, that's fine. We can do some. We can do some local con. That's fine. I didn't get any texts. That's true. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so the Stadia is no longer, and it was a it was a weird experiment that they tried, and it just never quite worked out. I feel like that's Google's like yep. thing. That's their whole thing. Every time I they s- try something new, it doesn't happen. Like, uh, what was that social media they had? Uh, I was surprised I couldn't hang, get hang out. I couldn't get Stadia to work on my Google Google Glass. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, the Google Glass. Our that their AI or AR heads up glasses. I saw where someone made like a website counter where they predicted when it was going to end. Oh, because, really? <laughs> when will the stadia because, die? Basically, because all of Google's products have a lifespan about 
four years. Oh, interesting. And I think it was off about by 13 hours. Really? <laughs> wow. Has it really been wow. that long since the Stadia came out? <laughs> that sounds about yeah, right. Yeah. I thought it was only maybe about two or three years old. Keep in mind, pandemic. Yeah, <laughs> pandemic. Yeah, time doesn't matter in the pandemic. <laughs> That's it, true. It did have the advantage of being one of the better places you could play <laughs> cyberpunk when it came out. Well, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I just I just remember um, Gene Park from uh, was I think it's the Washington Post did a whole thing where he was playing was it an Assassin's Creed game and he would press the jump button and it was literally three to five seconds of lag time before like the delay was so bad the delay of the internet was so bad and can you imagine trying to play something like a fighting game yeah. or something that where you have to be a shooter super reactive. And having three to five seconds of lag time between each input, yeah. it wouldn't work. I think streaming gaming is a brilliant idea. We're, We're not just there not yet. there yet. We're not there yeah. yet. Japan can do that kind of thing because their internet infrastructure is, I mean, well, one, the country is much smaller. Yeah. I was going to say, their entire country is the size of California. Yeah. yeah. And two, their internet um, infrastructure is so much better than ours. They just need to make the internet a public utility because well, that's what it is. That's what it is, but <laughs> yeah. I'm getting too political for the show. <laughs> um, but you're not wrong. <laughs> yeah, and they, they didn't let um, any developers who are currently working on Stadia-related projects know until it was announced today yeah that's so that kind of stinks yeah that's a yeah, bummer ever everyone knew like oh by the way oh hey i'm reading this meme on buzzfeed oh i don't have a job anymore <laughs> yeah well chances are a lot of them are going to be shipped over to different departments in, in google google they're not going to just flat get rid of i mean some people i mean leave, google google is one of the biggest tech companies in the world i mean i'm sure there's something they can do yeah the one good thing that's come out of this uh google has said that they are going to refund every game that was bought Using the stadia, which that surprises that's me. That's very surprising. That's incredibly generous. They did not have to do that. No, they absolutely did not have to do that. That's like but. that's like saying like Nokia was gonna like give everybody refunds on on the engage on the engage. Yeah. yeah. Oh man, that thing was garbage. Yeah. You think you think uh, Valve's gonna do that if they ever ever have to shut down Steam? Never. No. Steam will years. never shut yeah, down. Yeah, they'll never. Yeah, for one, though, Steam is gonna be around forever. Mm -hmm. Like there'll be hamsters on wheels generating power, so Steam can keep going. Yeah. If Steam has has ceased to exist, something worse has happened in in society as a yes, whole. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> As you're sitting there eating your radioactive rat yeah. in your yeah. Mad Max or Fallout-esque yeah. shelter. Mm -hmm. You'll be able to play your Steam library in the Vault Tech uh, Vault. <laughs> yeah. From your pit boy. <laughs> From your pit boy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, speaking of... But um, you can only play Fallout 76. Oh, no. That's a fate you worse went, than death. You went into the worst vault. That's the experiment of that one. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> vault Triple Six. But, uh, but... <laughs> But speaking of uh, apocalyptic style situations, there's a new trailer for M. Night Shyamalan's uh, next film, uh, Knock at the Cabin. Yep, starring Dave Bautista and Rupert Grint from <laughs> Harry Potter fame. Yeah. And some other people I don't recognize. And that that movie about that fart machine or something? Oh, yeah. <laughs> the, 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 the kid that um, Thunder... 
Thunder something. Yeah, he's in some sort of children's fart movie. Yeah, there was a movie. <laughs> it was before. It was before Harry Potter, where it was about a child who um, couldn't stop flatulating, and then use uh, then Rupert Grant as child scientist used the kid's flatulence to propel a rocket ship to the moon. Thunderpants. Yes, it's Thunderpants. Thunderpants. Yeah. Yes. It's terrible. <laughs> I mean, it's clearly. <laughs> it's really bad. But we're not talking about Thunderpants. We're talking about Knock at the Cabin. Do you think it'll be better than Thunderpants? <laughs> well, <laughs> well, you know, M. Night Shyam- Shyamalan's, uh, his, uh, his track record is not spotless. He does do a good one every once in a every while. Every once in a while, he'll do a good one, and then he'll do one... Uh, and then he'll do six bad ones. He'll do, yeah, he'll do one where you go to the beach, what make you old. Yeah. <laughs> I like Devil. Or Lady in the Water. Which was a story he wrote for his children. Oh, yeah. Um, I like The Village. Split, Split was good. Split was good. Yeah. I mean, Unbreakable, Split, Gla- and Glass, Glass. Glass wasn't as good. I didn't think. I haven't seen. I I haven't seen all of M Night's movies, honestly. Like there was a dry spell. Like after the happening happened. <laughs> after that happened, I was like, ugh. I was like totally like just shut off. From... Mark, I think the trees are trying to kill us. <laughs> John Leguizamo. <laughs> his his first rated R film, and it was garbage. I don't know. Like it's a horror. It's a somewhat horror movie with a cabin in the woods. It's been done a thousand times. <laughs> yes, that's never been done before. <laughs> Though yeah. the way like Batista talks in the like the trailer about like him and his cohorts or whatever being called to like save the world or whatever, it kind of reminded me of this movie that I saw that had I think maybe Matthew McConaughey in it, where he where he grew up uh, with his dad hunting demons. Fidelity, maybe? I don't remember now. I'm not sure. I got uh, I got some very light um, 12 Monkeys vibes off of it. Not the uh, uh, futuristic uh, weirdo stuff from 12 Monkeys, but the um, people in the present day who are getting being told whether it's through actual messages from the future or psychotic break. Frailty. That's Frailty. the movie I'm thinking yeah. of. Frailty. Yeah, it's... It's it's going to be interesting, and I'm sure there's going to be a third act twist because there has to be. I mean, every one of his movies has a third act twist. What a twist! Even even the last Airbender, the last the third act twist was it was a bad movie. <laughs> <laughs> the, the twist was you just w- had to watch all that. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh huh. Such bad movie. Uh-huh. Oh, speaking of which, the new uh, Avatar show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the Netflix live action Avatar has a cast list, and it actually mm-hmm. looks pretty decent. Yeah, and they actually look like they're trying to pay homage to the cultures that spawned the different nations. Yeah. Or refer or reference in the different nations in the show. So maybe it'll be good. Maybe it'll be good. We'll see. We'll see what happens. I know, right? <clears throat> Other speaking, trailers. Speaking of apocalypses, uh, yes. there was a trailer for The Last of Us. Oh, yeah. Yes, I, that HBO's, too. HBO's live action uh, Last of Us series. It looks like how you would expect that to look. Yeah, that was fine. Yeah, I I have no real complaints. Yeah, other than it's the Last of Us. I mean, yeah, but it's got your boy Pedro in it. It does. He's a, <laughs> he he is a good pick for Joel. I think he kind of has he has the same vibe. Um, mm-hmm. 
<laughs> the same daddy vibe. I mean, I knew that's what you were thinking. I can tell by the look on I, your I, face. I feel like I feel I feel like he's getting um he's getting typecast as a uh, strong single dads. Yeah. <laughs> the the thing is, it's just going to be the same story as the first game, right? Yeah, I that's mean, basically it. Play the game. Yeah, the game is, is <laughs> at itself least as, almost as, a as full bad, narrative. As, yeah. as bad as I have read about the Halo series, at least the Halo series did something a little different. It wasn't good, but it no, was different. No, no, yeah. And then after that, then they've got the second one that is just has an awful story yeah. that doesn't say or do anything. I hate not liking the story in that game because it gets you lumped in with the specific group of people who don't like it for the wrong reasons. Sure. Yeah, <laughs> I understand. Yeah, I, I know exactly yeah. what you're talking yeah. about. That's yeah. not the reason I don't like it. I don't like it because it was an unfulfilling story that didn't say <laughs> or do anything for mm-hmm. for the eight hours of game that I had to play to see it. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, okay, well, here's what he can do. Um, he can put you know, Ellie into a pod and then fly around the galaxy. Exactly. That's it. (laughs) Why not? This is the way. (laughs) And like, you already know the big, the big moment, like at the end, because that's in the game. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're, they're trying to reach an audience outside of video game players. Yeah. But the people that are going to watch this show are people who have played the game. Or people who don't have PlayStations. Well, yeah. that too. Uh, so, last movie trailer we watched uh, was for the Hellraiser Hulu. Heckraiser. Heckraiser, yes. <laughs> On Hulu. Uh-huh. It, it looks like like a Heckraiser. It does. I haven't it, watched one in so long. I mean, I miss that it doesn't look as silly as the original, but the original really wasn't supposed to look silly. So. <laughs> no, it was supposed to be be creepy. Yeah. Creepy and gross. Uh-huh. And it just looks goofy. Yeah, and I love that about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, the cheesiness of it. Yeah, and we don't have that here, but like that's not really the point, so I probably shouldn't expect it. Yeah. <laughs> also, what's up with the puzzle box being like it looks like the puzzle box, but then they turn a it on. Long, its, long yeah. box? Yeah. I think there's like multiple boxes in this. Mm. Surprise. They've added more boxes. <laughs> They've added more boxes. It's a, a J.J. Abrams production. <laughs> Brought to you by Jeff Bezos. <laughs> there's, yeah, there's so many surprise boxes in this. <laughs> one, one, one aspect I thought was kind of interesting, uh, how uh, Pinhead has both a masculine and a feminine voice like talking at the same yeah, time. Yeah, that was cool. Mm-hmm. I think that's a cool choice. Yeah, you know, making Pinhead more androgynous or non-binary, yeah. I guess. Yeah, ambiguous. Ambiguous, yeah. And that's how the the character was originally envisioned. Supposed to be, yeah. Yeah. Just a pain monster. I I just missed the Cenobite with the cool sunglasses or, or like you said the one that shoots CDs. The one that out shot of his CDs mouth. out his mouth like a yeah. <laughs> that was that was Hellraiser Three? That's Hell World. Hell World? Yeah, it's the one where they're in um, the cyberspace. Mm. The first one did have sunglasses, man, though, because that's it the did. only one I've seen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I remember, it might be the third one, I don't remember, where the girl becomes a Cenobite at the end or whatever. That's the second or maybe fourth one. I don't think it's the third one. Mm. I remember she had a. I remember she had a. uh, She had like a douchey boyfriend or whatever who got cut into like weird slivers. 
Something like that. Yeah. It was really gross. Or that one Rupert Grant was in called Fart Razor. There we go. <laughs> Bring it around. He has such smells to show you. <laughs> Speaking of bringing it around, we got a, a new diglet, new dig, oh, new diglet dropped. <laughs> yeah, for the for the next Pokemon yeah, game. Yeah, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet is gonna have a variant of Diglet named Wiglet, who looks like a goose. Looks long. He, he's a big white worm. What come out of the ground? <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> On beaches. Yeah, they're like, how can we make Diglet look more like the thing everyone jokes that Phallic, he looks like? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And then they did it and they made him like a, a pale white worm. Yeah, I've oh, seen a lot what of if, What if it's going to be a, a What if it's going to be like a razor clam? Where they have that, that long body that comes out of That's the That's what shell. it was based on a yeah. little bit. Yeah. Yeah, cuz that fits the the location. Mhm. It do, doesn't mean I have to like it. <laughs> yeah. I've seen a lot of people do art online of mashup of it and that one from Monster Hunter, the the, ke- wi- the wi- kezu. Oh god. <laughs> Yeah, it's the same thing. It's the same thing. I don't know what a kid. I don't play Monster Hunter. It's a big. It's a big white worm white looking worm, worm looking guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to. I made it sound like I don't like Wiglet. I. I. I like. I like the fun. design. No, it's a fun yeah. design. It's just weird looking. Yeah, I. I like any Pokemon that is like just wildly weird. <laughs> Can you imagine <laughs> what what what? Uh, what are they gonna call it? Wig Trio. <laughs> I didn't no, even... this is no, this is the it's a diglet that evolves into a wiglet. Oh. It gets a new evolution. Oh. So instead oh. of diverging evolution. So, so instead of joining its friends, it just gets it gets long. It gets long. Can we get mm-hmm. a combination of it with a low end diglet so with it has, the has beautiful, hair. beautiful hair? Oh, yeah. Surfer hair. Yeah. <laughs> I was hoping that it would be like five diglets underground, like a big hand. Reaching up, <laughs> or just like a rat king of tangled, yeah, like a red tangled a rat. wigglets. Uh huh. Yeah, I don't, I don't think they're fighting. Oh. <laughs> uh, so a couple quick hits here. Uh, they're making a com- movie of the uh, TV show Community. Yeah, fulfilling the the prophecy of it's six been, seasons in a movie. It's been, it's been what like six years since the show ended yeah you would think those when guys it, have when graduated it on, college by now yeah when it was on yahoo screen uh-huh oh yeah when it got canceled and picked up by yahoo <laughs> yeah. screen yeah yeah i just i think it's too late i mean i like the community when it was uh, yeah new but like i don't feel any real attachment to it at this point maybe dan Harmon's trying to get out from under rick and morty to do something else briefly <laughs> oh maybe yeah I don't know. I yeah, mean, he hasn't directed a, a movie, so it's kind of a a new thing for him to do. Well, I, I did read that he is writing it. He he did he is writing the movie. So and it doesn't take place during the gas leak. Uh, oh thing. yeah, where everyone was breaking the fourth wall because <laughs> Dan Harmon wasn't writing the show anymore, oh. and then they brought him back for season five. Yeah. Uh, let's see. There's also a trailer, a teaser, a super teaser for Deadpool 3, the first Deadpool movie in the MCU. Yep. So it's Ryan Reynolds talking on a, sitting on a couch, talking to the audience about missing D23, the big Disney expo thing that happened where they announced literally everything. All the new corporate synergies. Yeah, all the corporate <laughs> synergies. Yeah. And uh, he talks about, yo, we're working on it. We're, we're doing Deadpool 3. We're running out of ideas. And then he makes a joke and goes, hey, Hugh. And you see Hugh Jackman walking in the background. And it's like, you want to be you want to be Wolverine one more time? Yeah. Yeah, sure, Ryan. 
So that's the big thing. Wolverine is going to be in Deadpool 3, and they announced the date, uh, which is... Um, it's Pro- sometime next year. Yeah, probably so far away that it's not important right now. <laughs> oh, they have they have nothing. Yeah. Um, I like the logo for the three. It's Was, just the Wolverine scratches on mm-hmm. the across Deadpool the Deadpool logo. symbol. Yeah, that's yeah. Good. yeah. I people have been upset online because of this, saying, "Well, what does that mean for the movie Logan? That was supposed to be the big Wolverine swan song." And to that, I say, "Who cares?" Yeah, time it, it could time is negligible in film. You can have it take place all kinds of different times and places. Especially since Logan takes place in the far future. Yeah. And also they introduced uh, the multiverse. They could do yeah. go wherever they want, do whatever they want. It, they made it very clear that the Professor X that was in uh, Doctor Strange 2 was not the same Professor X that was in the original X-Men, X-Men movies, films. despite being played by Patrick same Stewart. As- so all they have to do is say it's Hugh Jackman, but it's not, it's, it's Wolverine. It's not that Wolverine. Or, and also or, who cares? Yeah, or not that one yet or something. Or just not explain and it. I haven't seen Logan. I'm sure it's very, very, it's very good. good. It is it's very, very good. good. But like in the end of the day, it is a comic book superhero movie. Like yeah. you can't, it's not going to tarnish its reputation because the not only that, the, it was a rated R yeah, at, superhero movie. At the end of the day, it is still a movie based on a yellow spandex man with with claws. Yeah, like it's not high art. Oh, I know, I know. And <laughs> who, who used to be a a Hulk villain? Yeah, <laughs> that's where he started. Mm-hmm. Not to belittle comic book movies because I love them and they're most of them are very good, but mm-hmm. like, and it's all the media we ever get anymore. Yeah, you yeah. have to like them or else there's nothing for you to like. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Why does the mouse have to own everything? I watched one of those Simpsons shorts that they make them do now the other day. It was the Disney villains one. It was better than the other ones they've done, but that's not saying that's much. That's not saying much. But yeah. it's so much just like blatant, like unflinching corporate synergy uh-huh. mandate, like yep. that it's gross. <laughs> Let's trot out the Simpsons. Yeah, Let's... this is what they're good for now, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh... Is it just me, or does it feel like maybe The Simpsons is kind of going the way of, like, the Looney Tunes? You know, you're right. Yeah. Like, I never thought about it like, like that, but... They were a huge cultural part of our our, our minds and our, and our, you know, viewing habits, but now we're so far removed, does it even matter? Yeah. They're more valuable as symbols than yeah, they uh, are uh, as mascots. Yeah. 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 Than yeah, actu- I think you're than, onto something than there. actual than actual media or art. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I feel nauseous thinking That's, about it. Yeah, you're you're not wrong. Though. Yeah, you've you've kind of yeah. hit the nail on the head. Um, yeah. they did release a poster for the new Treehouse of Horror. I'm gonna uh, watch it. Yeah, that looks like fun. They're doing they're, some. They're referencing Death Note, and then I saw in the comments where somebody said the other anime looking picture is a is is a is a is a, is a reference to Attack on Titan. Which I I I don't want that. <laughs> I don't want Attack on Simpsons. I, I I just I don't watch New Simpsons, but I can be tricked into watching a Treehouse of Horror sure. on occasion. Oh sure, I'll probably watch this one. Why not? Yeah. I mean, the Treehouse of Horrors are always worth watching because they're always going to reference something that's going to be funny. They they did some anime stuff last year, I think. I think too. They did. I don't remember. Yeah. I don't remember. Yeah. I I don't think I watched it last year. Anime's so mainstream now; it's crazy. It, blo- <laughs> it, it blows really my is. mind. Yeah. 
<laughs> it's it's not stuff you have to rent on a VHS in a weird corner of Blockbuster. It doesn't cost anymore. you a hundred dollars for two episodes on the, of a thing. Yeah. Right? Yeah. If I if only Go I to could, your Coast Video. Yeah. If, if only I could reinvest the, all the, the money. The Sam Goody. All the money I spent on anime VHSs when I was younger. My box set of of Flickoy that cost me hundreds of dollars and contained six episodes. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, when I was buying, I was buying uh, a series. They were literally two episodes per VHS. That's all you could fit. Yeah, it was stupid. Yeah. And then they're like, why give them more on DVD? Even, they're going to keep yeah, buying them. Even though we could put like six of them on here. You could put a whole series yeah. on mm-hmm. a DVD. Yeah. And now they do. <laughs> all right, well, or hey, they just don't release them on physical media at all. Uh, that's it. Which, yeah. is, which is a whole other can of worms. That's a whole other worms. thing. Yeah. Unfortunately, we don't have time to get into that because we have to wrap up the show. You've been listening to Nerd Overload. Thank you very much for tuning in. You can find us each and every day over at nerdoverload.com. You can find us at Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, Instagram, and Patreon at Nerd Overload Now. You can email us at staff at nerdoverload.com. You can give us a call on the Nerd Overload hotline. That number is 586-372-8020. Leave us a message and we might play it on the show. Tell us about how you remember getting anime at Blockbuster. (laughs) (laughs) Or Sam Goody. Sam Goody, yeah. Uh, You can find all of our back episodes on various podcast apps such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, and more. And finally, I'd like to thank David Pencil for the use of our intro and outro. You can find more of his stuff over at davidpencil.com. So again, thank you all for tuning in, and we will be back next week. Can you imagine how much an entire VHS set of Ronmo 1 half will cost? Oh my god, that's uh, millions. (laughs) 